when we look at this child, we like to label, put him in a box, but in reality, it's just at the, at the core is an unhealthy brain. And I don't think it's as important to label it as a disorder. I think it's more important to understand what's driving it and, it's not, and, and, and realize it's not the child's fault. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is your host, Lane. I've got Dr. B here and we're going to go on to part two of neurodevelopment disorders. I know last week we had a little fun episode in regards to holiday gift ideas. And if you got any of those, I also thought about this last night and we're going to go into something else cool that Dr. Barrett's going to do for you guys. But if you end up getting any of the gifts that Dr. Barrett recommended, I know it probably would be post-Christmas. Make sure that you post it on social media, tag us so we can repost that. Those gifts um, are cool and Hopefully, some people are going to get some cool gifts out there. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, my sister texted me from Florida. From Florida. Yep. Is it good weather down there? It's better than here, probably. Better, way better than here. <laughs> yeah, 80 and sunny is pretty sweet. Yes. Um, and she was telling me she listened to the episode. She loves it. Um, uh, hearing about those different kind of biohacking gifts. And she's getting one for her husband. So, and uh, Can you tell which one she's getting or no? Uh, what if he listens? That's in? true. Like, I, I don't know. Could, he yeah. probably isn't. Li- he probably doesn't listen in. But you never know. <laughs> a lot of Zen sprays. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have that because I'm probably going to have some after this. <laughs> I don't. Oh, oh, man. man, I'm sorry. What? 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 Why? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, Are you still getting questions about that? Yeah, consistently. <laughs> <laughs> For any, and I have to tell everyone: do not. Inhale. Do not inhale. <laughs> For everyone that's wondering what in the world we're just talking about, go back to episode 27. It was the Barrett Biohack of the Week. Or you can go to the Instagram pages. That's a perfect segue. And make sure that you watch the video of us experiencing the Zen Meditation Spray for the first time. Hopefully I'm going to have that in my stocking. I will tell you that the effects <laughs> wane over time, right? So yeah. uh, with each subsequent usage, obviously because it's, it's, um, it, it is a neuro, neurochemical uh, effect, you do get a little bit of um, down regulation um, as you use it, which is you just know. do more squirts. Oh yeah, that's usually <laughs> the answer to most problems. Just do more. If you don't feel enough, do a little bit more. Do a little bit more. <laughs> last time. All right, guys. Like I said, make sure you're following us on Facebook. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Tag us in those gifts if you were to get them, or if you get the Zen spray, make sure you do that as well. Also, I was thinking the other day if you need help navigating where to locate that Zen spray, um, it can be kind of buried on the internet. You know, let us know, and I can maybe guide you in that right direction for that. Yeah. Were you gonna say anything? Mm-mm. No. What are you drinking, by the way? I'm tr- I'm starting the day off with mate. I didn't know if you're a mate. Didn't know if you were doing uh, Gyokuro. Gyokuro. <laughs> another another joke inside. There. I'm out of Gyokuro. Out of 
A new order is being placed if you'd like to be a part of my 50-kilo order. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Before we get into today's episode, we have done the review of the week, and we want to really get back into those. But with that, Dr. Barry is going to do a little contest or a little promotion. So from now, which is this episode will come out on December 9th until December 30th. So that is what twenty twenty one days, if I if my math is correct. Yep. You will have you if you give a review and you give a rating, preferably a five star. Be you will be entered in <clears throat> to win a drawing for a free hormone lab test. That's right. If you do a review, it's so simple. If you go over five seconds, you do a review, you do a rating. We will draw the name on the sixth, which is two episodes from now. We will announce the winner. You will get a free hormone lab test. Briefly, why would someone want a free hormone lab test? Well, annually, it's a good idea to just keep an eye on your hormone levels. Um, so estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. I'll actually connect with you personally. And because, you know, we may need to do more of what we call an adrenal stress profile instead of your typical sex hormones. Uh, but you're going to look at those because when they start to wane, sex hormones or adrenal hormones, then we know the body's under too much stress. And so it's just a good place to start to see if there's any like energy droppage or, hey, I'm, I can't lose weight or I'm brain foggish or, you know, those symptoms are, are directly tied to hormones as well as numerous others. So doing, doing it consistently, you know, yearly, annually, getting your hormones evaluated is a really good idea of, of, of looking at just the picture of your health. That's amazing. Guys, he's doing that for free. He will do that. The winner, again, will be announced on the 6th. You have from now, when this episode comes out, till the end of the year. So pause this episode, go over to Apple, scroll all the way down, five-star, five-star rating. Tell us what you love about the show, and you will be entered in to win that, and we will do that on the 6th. We may actually, you know what? We may do it live on the show. I may draw that thing live on the show, so when it is announced on the 6th free hormone lab test. Let's get into part two. Make sure you go listen to part one, which was episode 28. Remember, we skipped that episode. It's why your child went crazy. Part one of the neurodevelopmental disorder. We did pandas, which I got to learn all about which pandas were. But today is part two, and it is ADHD. Yeah, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Um, so, you know, it's your classic can't pay attention, can't focus, uh, kid can't sit still. Um, predominantly affects boys more than girls, and that's true with all really neurodevelopment disorders. Um, Is it fair to ask why? Yeah, it's fair. So there's some there's some literature that supports um, estrogen is 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 a little more neuroprotective um, to the brain, and uh, and so we see like autistic like there's some studies that show autistic rates uh, affect boys more than girls because a greater level of estrogen, which is predominantly more, you know obviously in, in female, is going to protect the brain from neuroinflammatory disorders. So. If, uh, if we have a neuroimmune response, right, if, so a brain inflammatory response, whether that's from excessive vaccinations, whether that's from infections, whether it's from food reactions or all the above, well, a little bit more estrogen protects the brain. <clears throat> but boys, because they don't make as much, don't have as much neuroprotective capabilities, and so they get more neuroinflammatory changes. Um, and, but, you know, it's interesting, <clears throat> over time, um, so we see this dominance towards males, boys, to females when they're young for neurodevelopment disorders, right? So it's neuroinflammatory disorder. 
as you age, the neurodegenerative conditions, which are very similar to the early neurodevelopment conditions, they're both inflammatory. As we age, those neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and dementia are actually a one-to-one ratio, male and female, because a female will stop producing estrogen. And so we see the brain inflammatory per- protection, anti-inflammatory protection diminish, right, as, as they age. So it's interesting. So there's a correlation there. Yeah. That is very interesting, mm-hmm. that the males and the females. And Okay. Yeah. So ADHD as a whole, though, um, will affect uh, boys and girls. Okay. And it's a, it's a, a lot of times, it, unfortunately, it's, you know, something that is, I don't know, um, brought on by um, a teacher. We'll say, hey, I think your kid needs medication, which is not the, which is not the route you want to go yeah. right, right off the bat. I mean, just throwing, throwing a, a pill um, at a body at that age. I mean, we're talking about kids as as young as four or five years old. Yeah, it's, it's just not not the way. So today, we're just going to kind of bring out some options, some really basic. Hey, let, let's think of this as maybe a first step solution, um, and we've seen some incredible success with it in the office. You know, this episode actually is one that I have a ton of questions about, just because of my lack of understanding i guess per se of it and i asked you before the episode and i don't know if it would be important just to real quickly say difference between add and adhd is that important for people to realize yeah so um add is attention deficit disorder correct the h stands for hyperactivity so we have the attention loss plus the hyperactive uh, hyperactive child um i think it's important to kind of we're we're saying ADD ADHD but I think it's important to step away mm-hmm. from the label for a second and just realize um what we're seeing in neurodevelopment disorders okay what we're seeing is a is a combination of genetics and environment clashing together creating a s- symptoms creating symptoms um that are traditionally diagnosed and labeled as a disease um, by the medical society, but in reality, is just a it's just an unhealthy brain. So that's what I okay. So whether okay. it's you know attention issues, whether it's hyperactivity issues, whether it's Tourette's, whether it's tics, whether it's anxiety, we just those are these are all just symptoms of a of an unhealthy nervous system. And so I think that's the most important thing is not to label the child, mm. but to really look at the situation as, okay, this is not the child's fault. It's not like they're trying to be hyperactive, mm-hmm. right? They're not, they don't just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be as hyperactive as I can. And so you see it, right? Okay, um, your kid goes to um, church or goes to a birthday party, right? And they might get a piece of uh, some candy, sugar. They leave there, and what do you ask? I hear it all the time. What did you eat? Mm. Right? So uh, you see it. It's when you take sugar and put it in a child's brain, it's hyperactivity. It's, it is schizophrenia. I mean, for, for a couple hours, it's, it could be emotional outbursts. It could be really, really crazy symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we, when we look at 
this child, we like to label, put him in a box, but in reality, it's just at the, at the core is an unhealthy brain. And I don't think it's as important to label it as a disorder. I think it's more important to understand what's driving it and, it's not, and, and, and realize it's not the child's fault. And then if we can, if we can under, undercover some, uh, uncover some root issues behind why that brain is not expressing itself in a healthy way, mm-hmm. then we have the ability to curve that ADD, ADHD disorder into a great healthy brain presentation. That's so, I mean, I guess for, for me, when, if someone says they're, you know, they or their child has ADHD and, you know, they're on, um, what's the common medicine? Uh, well, back in the day, they used a lot of Ritalin. That's right, Ritalin. Focalin, yeah. What's the name brand of it, though? Uh, Not Ritalin. Ad- uh, Adderall. Is that right? Is sure. that right? Is that yeah. Ritalin? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's well, what you... Well, it's another medication, but yeah, Adderall. It is makes you, you focus, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was it was a big one. Yep. I mean, that was... And it probably still is around college oh, campuses like crazy huge. to study and whatnot. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but so you're saying... Correct me if I'm wrong, but you can't go into a physician's office and there is a test that says yes or no you have ADD or ADHD or is there well uh you can be medically diagnosed with a disorder disorder okay yes you can and you have to pretty much check a few boxes correct okay and if those boxes are checked then you 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 get this label so um absolutely it is being labeled mm-hmm. Uh, at a really high level right now, and a lot. Uh, what you know? Have you heard the saying, "Boys will just be boys all the time," and just gotta let your boy run wild? That's <laughs> kind of we have a that's, fifteen month old now, and he's just kind of going crazy. Yeah. So let's. I mean, let's get into why yeah. the why. But one of the reasons why is because we're caging our children. Oh yeah. Right. Our our kids were not meant. They're not designed to be caged in a classroom for eight hours a day at five years old. Mm. Um, bro, that that would even today. Have you ever gone to a conference recently and and sat there for? It drives me crazy. Oh, get me out of here! Get me out of here! It's like I can take. Yeah. I can take content. I can. I can. My brain can process some content. Yeah. At some level, get me out of this cage, and I'm gonna fight for it. Right. So, it's it is pretty amazing when you think about what we're doing to our children. We feed them usually a high sugar cereal for breakfast. Okay, so we just give them a bunch of sugar. We put them in under fluorescent lights that are buzzing. <laughs> this brings okay. me. This brings me back to my childhood. Keep going. You're sitting there, trying to stare at a whiteboard that the teacher is trying to explain new material to you, and 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 you get 20 minutes of recess, and you get 20 minutes of lunch. And the, and, 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 and the lunch, lunch is, is just more sugar. <laughs> Square pizzas. Uh, yeah, exactly right. I mean, of course we're, we have ADHD, yeah. right? And so, yeah, so at some level we were just meant to run wild a little bit. So I used to w- w- we'll joke around and talk about the school lunches, and then I will think back to just in sports in general, like how did I function going through a day that I did and eating what I did and oh. going to a, a sport practice and like 
sometimes I'm like, well, no wonder I was always tired when I got home. No wonder I had allergies. No wonder I had asthma. No wonder I was tired, right? No. It's I incredible yeah. that our kids actually, we actually are alive. Yeah, it's true. It's incredible what the body can do. What the body can yeah. process mm-hmm. is processing straight junk mm-hmm. and somehow making a human last and live. Yeah. It, it, it is it is wild. Yes. It's wild. Well, I w- okay, so it, with this episode, as you're talking about it and you're speaking to it, I know that there is a parent that's listening to this right now that probably says, okay, my child has ADHD or they have ADD. I need help. Like, I need help. Like, I, this is great. Like, Dr. Baird, I get it. Like, this is my child. But now let's talk about what can they do? How do they need to look at this? Like, give the, the individuals and the people that are listening to this some help and guidance. Okay, so let's get to some like root issues and then some like quick solutions. Okay. So um, at the core of it, what we see, why we call it a neurodevelopment disorder, is what we see is that the brain doesn't develop equally, um, bilaterally, both hemispheres the same as they age. And so what we, what we usually see in children with neurodevelopment disorders is, is what we would call a right brain delay. Their right side of the brain is a little bit weaker than their left side. Now this is getting into a little bit more, hey, we got to test for this, we got to look at this, and we call this really functional neurology, where we're testing these areas of the brain and finding these weaknesses. But at the, at the core of it, this right brain delay seems to be a, a core imbalance. So we see one, weak brain. Two, we see a brain needs stimulation, okay? So healthy stimulation. Well, we don't need unhealthy stimulation. So a lot of blue lights and screen time is unhealthy stimulation. So walking barefoot on the earth, healthy stimulation. So, we, so, so we, we see this bright kind of right brain delay. We see this poor stimulation, right? Uh, this excessive high-frequency um, stimulation. Then we see the poor nutrition, so metabolics. We see high inflammatory um, foods. We see high sugar processed, refined processed foods, and we see poor fat intake. Now, most of their brain, most of our brain is made of fat. So metabolically, the brain needs fat to function. But when it consumes foods like gluten and dairy and processed sugars, the brain is inflamed. It is absolutely inflamed. And so it's not going to, one, have the nutritional capacity to, to function. It's not going to have the fats to actually have energy systems uh, working well. And then obviously just the inflammation associated with sugar and processed foods, dyes, artificial sweeteners, artificial colorings. All right, these are all just hyper excessive stimulation to the brain, high um, inflammatory effects of the brain, which makes the brain on fire, makes the brain very angry and very upset. So we see, you know, right brain delay. We see poor, uh, poor stimulation and excessive bad stimulation. Mm. And we see metabolics as being a core issue as well. Part of the metabolics we can also see, as we talked about last episode, is infections. Mm-hmm. Infections can also be a problem, especially in kids, where that can drive some neuroinflammatory um, effects. But, you know, those are, those are some of the, the main areas that we look at in the office. Nutrition stimulation. Yeah. You could start there, really. I mean, yeah. you know, the right brain delay, that's getting a little more specific. That's getting into functional neurology and rehabbing that right side of the brain or whatever area of the brain, you know, kids, for instance, like frontal lobes aren't developing well fast enough. 
Um, and you see that because that's your ex- executive processing part of the brain. That, and if you if you look at a, a boy versus a girl, okay, mm-hmm. yep. boys' brains just don't develop at the same rate as a female. Their executive processing is a lot lower. Boys do stupid stuff older than <laughs> girls. Okay, the boy at eighteen is still doing things that the girl probably would would do at twelve years old. So boys just naturally they develop later. Frontal lobes develop later. That so, is a thing. People say that it's, because yeah. it's true, right? Yes, sir. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. So you, we don't have to get so much into the, like brain development, but yeah. I do want you to know if you don't live in Knoxville, hey, search out maybe some functional neurology. Mm-hmm. We call it chiropractic functional neurology. A chiropractic functional neurologist, and they can help you identify some of these weak areas of the brain. But the other two, these are low-hanging fruit. So one solution is screen time. We talk about this all the time in the office. We need to decrease screen time in these kids. I mean, I, I would I would say, like, without absolutely, you know, cutting some cutting someone off from a drug, which screen time is a drug to the yeah. brain, it's just dopamine, is uh, less than an hour a day. That's it. That's that's like okay, giving the kids some level of like cartoons, TV, a little babysitting for the mom, help her out a little bit on that. Yeah. Are you familiar with some of the shows out there that some of these kids are watching? Are you well versed in that, or are you kind of far away from yeah, that? Yeah, I probably am not well versed okay. in it. But what I do know, and I think you have a point to there that you can ask, because there are some shows out there, man, that are stimulating even for when I look at it. Okay, so here's what's happened. Go back 40, 50 years, and our and our shows were very slow, uh-huh. yeah, right? Yeah. It was storyline. It was... Um, Franklin the Turtle. Okay, yeah. It was, yeah, even just going back even to the black and white days where there was, uh, it was one room setting, and like this... 10-minute episode would have this single camera view. Correct. Right? Yeah. It wouldn't change. There would just be interaction. Yeah. See, so we all, we talk about the, like, frames per per second. Exactly. So what we've seen is this high amount of frame changing, right? Mm -hmm. So every few seconds, the frame has to change its position to keep the brain interested. Oh, yeah. That's only increased. It's gone from minutes to literally seconds, like a couple seconds um, I remember watching uh, my my son was into uh, Legos big time, so yeah. the Lego movie came out. So we're like, oh, let's let's. I think that'd be cool. Let's watch it. It was so stimulating. Oh yeah, I felt like I was having a, an anxiety attack. Yeah, I'm like, we gotta cut this off. Yeah, like this is way too excessive. Yeah, the noise, the sound, the change of lights, the change of the uh, frame. It was all happening very very quickly. But what's amazing is it actually mellows kids' brains out. Mm. because they're not used to sitting, watching leaves roll by in the grass, walking, running around, playing with a soccer ball, yep. right? Yep. They're used to this high rapid frame frame rate change. Mm-hmm. And so it's the only thing that keeps kids interested now yeah. um, in their shows. Well, I will say this. We don't have to go down into it, but I will ask, or whoever's listening to this, the parent, you can go do your own research on this, but I, I've, I've done some research on it. My wife has done some research that show, Coco Melon, has some significant frames per second. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're aware of I mean, because I know that you are... I, I'm not. Okay, well, if you want to do a fun... It's not exper- surprising, though. Go, if, if, you, if you're listening to this, go do a fun experiment. There's some side-by-sides of the shows that you're talking about yeah. versus now. Yeah. It hurts my brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll leave it at that. Constant, constant stimulation. <clears throat> so in order to keep these kids interested... 
engaged. They, you need that constant stimulation. And then you put them in a classroom. And it's boring. Well, of course, because it's not co- Cocoa Melon. Correct. Yeah. It's not lights, camera, get, sound, action. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the frame rate's not changing. Correct. They're looking at a single person teaching them. Yeah. All right, dude, there's no way a kid can focus. Mm-hmm. We have created this high increase in ADD, ADHD through shows. No, no doubt about it. So just decrease screen time. Less than one hour a day. Okay, screen time, um, low-hanging free, fruit, nutrition. Does that mean a, nutrition. let's go back to it? A sugar. Okay. Yeah, easy, <laughs> done. Uh, but two, increase the kids' fats. If Make sure they're eating fish, especially at an early age babies. But fish is, is a great fat. Grass-fed beef, eggs, especially that yolk, okay? That choline is essential to the brain. Like in, in the morning, wake up, have the kid eat a couple eggs and a piece of turkey bacon for school. Protein and fat. They don't need uh, cereal sugar. Okay. If you, okay, nutrition, um, how's my kid so picky? Right brain delay. Okay. Okay. So force the kid to eat. You got to eat it, bud. Or you, you don't get, you don't get anything else. Draw a hard line in the sand. Okay. That's the thing. I think that I think that's the thing. Okay, that I... Johnny, what do you want? No, this is what you're getting. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is this. It is. It is healthy for your body. This is what you're eating. Okay. If you can't, um, you know, get enough of this like fats in their body mm-hmm. just daily, um, or to add to what you're already giving them from a nutrition standpoint. Um, Pure DHA liquid is huge for a kid's brain. So DHA is a fish oil. There's two types of omega-3 fish oils. There's EPA, which is more systemic body. There's DHA, which is more brain. Mm -hmm. So Apex Energetics makes a DHA um, in, in the store, like Whole Foods, you know, vitamin shops. Nordic Naturals makes a DHA. Mm-hmm. And you want to give a kid about you know, 2,500, 3,000 milligrams of DHA to really calm down that brain. I mean, you'll see a huge response in, in DHA supplementation as well. When it comes so to- fats, healthy fats. <clears throat> yeah, and I think when you, when you said that, it, came, it comes to the point of the kid, maybe you're not eating it. And I have found with, our, with, with Walker, our son, if he sees me eating something, he's going to eat it. And I'll eat some of the stuff that he has on, and he'll eat it. And it's kind of like monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. And and if you have an Oreo in the house and and a piece of fish in the house, what are they going to eat? Well, they're looking at this like, oh, I want the Oreo. Yeah. Just don't have the Oreo in the house. What type of fish? Um, Salmon, cold tilapia. water, cold water, cold water, um, wild caught fish. And that's important. Very what you important. just said. So um, wild Alaskan salmon. Right, that's kind of like the this the staple yeah. clean fish in our house. And so, if you're not a member of the big box stores, Costco or um, or uh, uh, Sam's, they have those things there. And I will say this: you can get those big things at Costco. And I, and I just I'll just say this for the, maybe the person that's listening to this: those are those when you look at the price tag of those, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, that's a big investment. Yeah, and I just I would encourage whoever's listening to this that, that says that like, what's more important? You maybe you going crazy because your child's going crazy, mm-hmm. or the health of your child? That's what I would say. Yeah, like 
it doesn't yeah. matter. Like mm-hmm. the only thing I care about and the only thing that my wife cares about, and I know the only thing you cares about is having a healthy child and a healthy generation of kids. Yeah, there's there's definitely a difference in cost between um, Tyson chicken nuggets and wild Alaskan salmon. <laughs> there, I, I so I don't I don't I do not think that when you say hey, you know, there's some people that say it doesn't cost you more to be healthy. No, it does, it does, but that's where pulling some money out, yeah. some other areas and budgeting properly is important. Yeah. So. Um, you want to wrap it up today? Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say kind of the, the general consensus of this is decrease bad stimulation screen time. Get a kid barefoot running around the grass. Um, increase healthy fats, okay? Decrease sugar, okay? Uh, supplement in DHA. Um, and if those things, those are, those are very practical. If those things aren't working, okay, um, to the effectiveness that you desire, then check out a chiropractic functional neurologist. Go to a chiropractor because what we see is that right brain delay is being a huge issue. And through chiropractic adjustments as well as some brain exercises, we can balance out those hemispheres and get things firing really, really well. That's amazing. I know that you have probably helped a lot of parents that are listening to this. I got a ton of knowledge from you, as always. Guys, it is December 9th. If you're listening to this live, if you're not, you have until December 30th to enter into the free hormone lab test. Barrett, if they are not in the Knoxville area, they still can do this, correct? I'll drop ship it to them and call them over the phone. You heard that. Go right now. Pause the episode. Five-star rating because you love us. And a review, let us know what has you know. It has to be five-star. <laughs> has to be five. can't be a one-star. It's got to be a five-star and tell us what you love about us. Guys, thank you so much. Make sure you share this on all your show- socials. Share it with a friend. Share it with a family. And most importantly, if you're listening to this and you stayed with us this long, if you know of someone this episode could benefit, one share could possibly save their life, could save their family from their kids and everything that they've got going on in their life. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We'll see you next episode. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.